0: Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Talk Cake. I'm Carrie.
1: And I'm Savannah, and in today's episode, we will be talking to Steffi from The Anxious Baker. Cakes can truly just steal the show of
2: a party. I approach mixing frosting the same way that I would mix paint. I'm ready to do more and you do more. Send me your cake recipes, send me everything you have. I send me everything. You know, baking is, it's such a craft. All of your senses are involved and it's such an
1: expression and it's cozy and it's so rewarding. Honestly, I'm sure everyone has been touched by cake in some way.
0: This week in the bakery was great because we were actually in the bakery.
1: Yeah, it was nice because the last couple weeks with the start of the coronavirus, um, I think there were lots of maybe hasty cancellations when I mean, you could still have a small gathering and people still have birthdays. You need to have a birthday cake to celebrate a birthday. It's not a birthday without a cake. And yeah. so, yeah, I think people are kind of starting to figure out that they still can gather in small groups with their close family members and and still celebrate big moments in life. And so we were yeah. able to fulfill some of those orders this week. And it was nice to get back down in the kitchen. It
0: was. And we had some cookie orders and did some cookie deliveries. And it just felt good. It felt yeah. like we were kind of inching our way back to to normalcy. And we've still got a long way to go in this whole thing, but but we're slowly getting there. And we were really grateful this week for our community because they really rallied around us and started realizing that hey, I can order a cake. And so they did, and it was nice. We really appreciate the support cuz we're all we're all figuring all of this out together.
1: Yep, exactly. And especially those small businesses like the Dessert Studio. I mean, it is a small business and We're just trying our best to stay afloat during this time, and so it really is incredible that the community really does come together, and it's so important as cake makers and as people who are in this industry to build that community, to reach out to your neighbors, and to reach out to businesses and just be a part of your community. We're
0: nothing without our community. And speaking of communities, this week's episode with Steffi at the Anxious Bakery is really all about the community that she has built, too. Steffi had no intention of getting involved in the cake world, but she did. A happy accident brought her into it, and she had a life-changing experience, and she has reached out and helped other people, too, and so she's building a community that's helping people, and so we're really excited for you to hear her story. Yeah, let's get her on. Hi, Steffi. How are you tonight? I'm so good. How are you guys? Good. We're really excited to have you on the podcast today and to get to know you a little bit better. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here, too.
1: Yes. Well, we would love to just get to know a little bit more about you and your background and kind of how you started in the cake industry.
2: Okay. Well, I've always kind of joked with my family that I'm the black thumb baker. (laughs) Um, I come from a long line of really fantastic bakers. I, I got my base start-off recipe from my mommy. Shout out to my mom. (laughs) Um, My husband's family, they're all amazing. And up until August of 2018, I really had joked that I just, baking isn't in me. I'm a great cook, but every time I tried to bake something, it just failed miserably. So I kind of just decided I'm a good cook, but not a baker. So how did you turn that around? So, you know, my name is The Anxious Baker. So it started with helping to calm some of my anxiety. Last summer, well, I guess it's almost two summers ago now, August 2018, we were in the depths of some really hard, really hard stuff with my anxiety and There were two days left in summer break before my kids went back to school, and I was trying all of my coping mechanisms and doing everything I could think of to feel better, and it wasn't really working, but I had just decided that I was going to make the last couple days of spring break happy for my kids. I was going to fake it, whatever I needed to do, I wanted to have fun and have happy memories. So I remember I went to the grocery store with my three kids, and we walked down, they walked past the baking aisle, and they saw the little Paw Patrol box of cupcake liners and sprinkles and toppers. (laughs) Cute. And they just, Mom, please, please, can we make cupcakes? And I was like, guys, I don't, I, mommy doesn't know how. I don't know how. And they just begged and begged. So we went and bought, we got, we grabbed them and we walked a little further down the aisle and bought a box cake mix and some packaged frosting. And we went home to try it. And you guys, I wish I could explain it just perfectly but I was nervous to bake because I had, you know, I had failed a lot of times before. But I, I wanted it to be special for my babies. So I really focused hard and I followed the instructions on the back of that box. And I did everything I needed to do. And oh, I'm going to cry. Sorry, guys. But well, uh, I am, we're going to cry with you. I'm getting
1: chills. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> Steffi.
2: <laughs> Those 20 minutes, you guys, when I was... When I was focusing so hard, I had relief. It was the first time in over a year that I'd felt this kind of relief from my anxiety. Whew, so... I basically fell in love. And okay, let's be honest, those cupcakes were not cute. <laughs>
0: it doesn't sound like it
2: mattered that they
0: weren't no, cute. <laughs> it
2: wasn't it wasn't about that at all. It was my kids were happy when they were done and that was happy, but
1: during it it was such a relief for me. That is truly incredible. Oh my goodness. Just chills. <laughs>
0: I'm just crying with you just so you know. <laughs> I'll try to I'll try to hide my cry voice, you know we all have. To do <laughs> oh, well, thank you for sharing that experience with us cuz that that is um it's amazing to me what baking can do for people. i I mean there's all different things blessings that are derived from baking, but it sounds to me like what you experienced from it is pretty profound and it can be that way for people and So that's, that's really cool. How did it, where did it go from the box cake mix and the frosting? (laughs) So
2: after that, I called my mom, of course, just so excited because we are a prayerful family and she'd been praying with me and for me for a long time for a relief and we didn't have any answers. So I called her crying and screaming in excitement and was like, I'm ready to do more. I need to do more. Send me your cake recipes. Send me everything you have. I, I'm not going to do boxes. Send me everything. <laughs> so I did more and I focused more. And oh man, I still failed quite a few times. There were some really big cake failures and cupcake failures, but it didn't matter because at that point I wasn't focusing at all on getting good at it or or making beautiful things. I was just focusing on it was the relief, relief that came from it.
0: Yeah. And the finished product was secondary, wasn't it?
2: Totally. It was like, it didn't matter at all. My kids were happy. They were eating things and that it was, you know, it was the back burner thought. It was the second thought for sure.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. So in your in your evolution as you did become more proficient at the baking, how did it become how did it become something that you decided to share publicly?
2: So, I started to find that not only did I love the relief, but I loved creating and that I had some hidden artistic talent that I had never known was there. So I just had my own personal Instagram page and I had been open on there always about my mental health. So I shared the story and I just got excited and I started showing little pictures of a cupcake. Well, it was all cupcakes for a long time. It was all cupcakes. Cakes scared me, they just terrified me. So they're
0: big. (laughs)
2: they're, They're big and they seemed so intimidating. So it was cupcakes for a long time, but I started to see, oh, I'm kind of good at this. Oh, if you buy the right products, wow. Okay. I can make a really pretty swirl on top of this cupcake. And so I started just slowly on my personal Instagram page showing pictures. And then I was realizing that other people were liking what I was doing too.
1: And so as far as your Instagram, were you always, was your original Instagram username the Anxious Baker or did that evolve? Did that change? Yeah, that came. So I, like I said, I started in August, 2018.
2: And in December, it was the day after Christmas. My husband and I were talking and it had gotten I had gotten busy enough where people had seen my pictures and local people were reaching out to me, wait, how do I buy these? I want these, which was just humbling and amazing. (laughs) So we decided I should have my own Instagram just dedicated solely to that. Mm -hmm. So we talked about some ideas. We, I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember the names we came up with in the beginning. But all of a sudden my husband sat up and he goes, I know what it is. I'm like, okay, what? Share it with me. I'm ready. And he said, we know why you started. We know that baking saved you. You got to be the anxious baker. And it just, we just both got the chills and it just, it felt right. And that was
0: me. Steffi is the anxious baker. I love it. It's a, it's a catchy name. And when you know what's behind it, it's a meaningful name. And I think it's perfect. Thank you.
1: and I love how open you are about your anxiety and about your story. and do you do you have any specific stories of people reaching out to you and just letting you know that you are an inspiration? Well, thank you. Um, I have it's
2: oh, it's really it's really humbling and just uh, I have over a hundred people who have personally messaged me that have shown their gratitude in what I'm doing to work toward making a safe place and using the hashtag bake me stigma free to help stop the stigma. I truly, I've over a hundred
0: people and it's And Steffi, those are just the ones that have actually reached out to you that I'm sure that there are countless others who have been inspired and maybe weren't ready to reach out to someone about it. But I I just think that what you've done is amazing. And it sounds like it's a blessing to, to you and your family. But the way you're blessing other people's lives, too, is it's great. I mean, it's like a calling for you.
2: Well, thank you. I I felt like I've struggled for so many years with mental health issues and for the first half of my life I didn't dare to be open about it and I was scared of it and that didn't do anything for me and so I decided that I wanted to do more. I wanted to help others if I could and it wasn't even until very recently that we've found some solutions for me and i'm doing really well Good. it's been a it's been a really long process but i just i decided it doesn't matter and i want to be open about it and i mean i've shared some scary personal stuff i've shared the ups and downs of trying new antidepressants and anti-anxiety medicines and the the sickness and the side effects that come but with bake me stigma free there is a safe platform where people feel like it's okay to share. And maybe it's not a huge campaign and maybe it's not going to change the world yet. But if it helps change one person and gives one person the bravery to get help or to realize that they need help or to know that they're not alone in this world, if it can just help one person, it's, it's,
1: it's worth, worth it for it. me to
2: share all of my
1: darkness. Yes. Well, I'd love to touch a little more about the hashtag that you created. When did you create it? And, and can you give us a little bit more about the process of getting that going?
2: Sure. I was, before we connected for this interview tonight, I was looking through my notes to try and remember the exact date that I started it and I I couldn't find it, but I do know that it was April or May of 2019. Okay. And I had been talking with some friends, friends that I've just become close with through social media and through Instagram, which in and of itself is just really neat. Yeah, I think. incredible. <laughs> and we just talked and I just was like, I I need to do more. I I want to, I want to share, but I, I don't know what to do. Back in May of 2019, I had 500 followers, not a very... Big group. I was thankful for every single one of them, and it felt like a blessing, but it wasn't giving me the opportunity to reach very many people. I'm a stay-at-home mom in a small town, and I just, I needed to do more and and try try to help more people. So that's when the idea came of doing a hashtag that can be solely dedicated
0: to helping people know they're not alone, and breaking that stigma. And maybe giving them the same tools that you used to help you kind of get relief and get feeling better about things. And sh- sharing that, sharing what you did, um, you just said a minute ago, you may not change the world, but for the people who you're helping, you're changing their world. And and that's that's huge, that's huge. Thank you and i see you've got over 10,000 followers now so so your reach is going farther and farther and it's that's, growing that's and awesome
1: you're helping so many people thank
2: you it's pretty normal on instagram when you hit a big following to do a giveaway i mean you've everyone's heard of that right people hit 10,000 so i this time when i hit 10,000 followers I posted a video on my IGTV talking about my mental health, talking about Bake Me Stigma Free, and did offer to do a one-week open collaboration using that hashtag. It's actually that I invited everyone, anyone who's brave enough to share anything, if it's something big or small, and anything in between, to use the hashtag Bake Me Stigma Free and talk about what they are comfortable talking about. And I still did a little giveaway for anyone that shared that and helped other people see it. So I did do a giveaway and I wanted to show gratitude, but I used it as an opportunity to help more people
1: find this safe platform that mm-hmm. I've helped to create. Yes. I love that because you've created, like you said, you've created this platform and- it's just so amazing that it not only revolves around the mental health, but it revolves around cake. And sometimes it sounds cheesy that cake changes people's lives, but it absolutely does. And we can see evidence of that through your story and through all of the people that are hashtagging Bake Me Stigma Free.
2: Yeah. And I mean, come on, guys. Sometimes even just
0: eating a piece of cake
1: can oh, be
2: happy.
0: no so. doubt. It's funny that you cheesy or not, it's true that that it is something that can that can make a difference. And that's really what I think all of us are looking for in our lives are little, sometimes little, sometimes bigger ways that we can make a difference and feel like what we're doing matters. I yeah, I would agree completely. So for our listeners out there, you need to go to the Anxious Baker Instagram, and you need to look through some of her stuff. Because, and and go to that hashtag and look through the hashtag. Because some of the some of the work that's been done, that's that's to represent people's struggles and people's mental health issues and difficulties, are pretty amazing. Um, I was looking through some of them last night, and it's it's pretty amazing. The one that you did that you said um, represented was it representing your mental health um, where one side of it was black? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. I think that was the first one I ever shared. That, that was a powerful image. And knowing that it was done through the medium of cake, you know, we talk a lot about art and how art can touch people and how art can change lives and stuff. And truly cake is art and cake done right is art that can, can be meaningful and can make a difference. And I think that, I was touched when I saw that and looking through your, your Instagram feed and stuff. I just think everybody should go look at it and follow it and, and, and participate in it because what she's doing is, is remarkable.
2: Absolutely. Well, thank you. And I think, can I add, sometimes people aren't comfortable sharing or sometimes people want to show support, but they don't suffer from mental illness. So go show love to the people who do suffer and have been brave. You don't have to go out there and share and type something huge and be really personal and open, but you can show gratitude and appreciation to the people who have made that step because that still continues to help this be a safe platform and working towards stopping the stigma.
0: Thank you. That's good advice for everyone, whether they're suffering from it or not, that there are always things that we can do to to help. So thank you for sharing that.
1: So Steffi, on kind of a different note, you mentioned towards the beginning that you were starting to post and people were interested in buying your product. So is this kind of like a full-time business now, along with the the help that it's giving you and others? Um,
2: I wouldn't say full-time, I guess, but it's turned into something pretty big. Today alone, I did three dozen cupcakes, and a birthday cake.
0: Awesome. So what does a typical week look like for you? Well,
2: you know, mom life. I drop my (laughs) kid off school, and I have a four-year-old that is still at home, so we play and do Legos and lots of messing around. Um, And my goal is to have between six
1: and 10 orders
0: a week and usually i meet that goal and it's it's pretty happy that's awesome yes that's awesome so do you said you're in a small town in wyoming so how do they find you do they just find you through instagram or do you have some other way of reaching people so um most of
2: my local customers some of them are Instagram, but a good chunk of them are on Facebook. So I did create a Facebook page okay. for for a business page, and the Anxious Baker was already taken on there. So I still use my logo, but it's um, Steffi Bakes is how you can find it if you were to look on okay. Facebook. Okay,
0: and do but- you do you find Facebook or Instagram to which one do you find to be more effective for you, or is it kind of both? I think it's both. I think for the business
2: side of it and local customers and bringing in money, Facebook, I would say Facebook does more for me, but on the bake me stigma free portion of it and creating friendships with other bakers and learning new techniques and finding good products that, that all comes from Instagram.
1: Okay. That's really interesting. Cause So much of the time when we refer to social media, I feel like we usually just think Instagram, especially, I don't know, for me personally, I think of Instagram for like cakers, but that's interesting. I didn't really think of Facebook as an outlet to gain business. So that's really, that's good information for everyone out there. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. I'm glad it is
2: also a small towns or maybe bigger places but word of mouth that's the best if you're trying to build a business or be able to sell having people leave reviews and tell
0: their friends how awesome you are that's the best definitely (laughs) and sometimes it's hard you feel like you're hey please go leave a review for us (laughs) because a lot of times it doesn't naturally pop into people's mind that they should do that so anybody listening if you get good service from somebody go leave them a review because it's very (laughs) very helpful for their business It is. And on the other side of that, though, as the baker
2: or the business or small business, in the beginning, what I did was any happy customer who left a review, I did a local giveaway and they got a free dozen cupcakes. Oh, Oh, interesting. Smart.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's a good idea.
2: At least an option. And then more people are tasting your product. Yeah. And they're more inclined to leave a review. But I was like, only customers that have already ordered. Don't go make up a review. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Right. So you mentioned your, you called your mom and asked, okay, mom, send me the recipes. So is that what you use? Our family recipes? Yes. That's
2: how it began. Um, my mom's chocolate cake recipe is out of this world. Mm -hmm. And I guess I also, not, not only did I have some hidden artistic ability, I had some hidden Mm, baking creation ability. So a lot of my recipes I've just tweaked and changed and figured out what works. Even last week, I just made up a donut recipe that, I mean, I don't want to say I'm amazing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you can can brag.
2: (laughs) They're pretty dang good. They're fluffy and delicious and
0: beautiful. Awesome. You're making me hungry. (laughs) I know, right?
1: (laughs) Okay. So you just said you discovered your hidden creativity through cake. So were you a creative person beforehand or was it just kind of like it just worked when you started working with cake and cupcakes? I
2: think it, I think it just worked. I think it was hiding in my brain or in my soul. And when I finally began baking and now I have the the green thumb of baking. I think
0: that it unlocked everything. That's awesome. I love it. It's such a creative medium. And it's so, I don't know, I can lose myself for hours looking at the amazing things that people are doing. I'm just blown away sometimes by some of the things that people come up with. And so it's, I don't know, it's a lot of fun. And it's hard to explain to people who don't do it, but... Yeah, it's it's a great way to, to unlock your inner artist. Yes,
2: I agree. And especially with the Instagram baking community, I have only found friendly and helpful people that want to share ideas and give you suggestions and tips if you need them. And I mean, I've gained dozens of real close personal relationships with these people that some of them live in a different country.
1: Yes, I, I love that so much because when we think of the cake community, it really is just a community of love and support and especially through this podcast, that's kind of what we want to enhance, just that, that idea of the community within the cake world and it's so true what you just said. Everyone really is so supportive and we just want each other to succeed and I think that's so special about our specific industry.
2: Yeah, I agree. I've heard and talked to people and said many times that this Instagram cake world is totally community over competition. And it's so true.
0: It is. It's um, I've been amazed. I'll, I'll look at something that I really like and I'll want to do it, but I haven't. There have been some things that I haven't known exactly. You know, how did they do that? And all, all you have to do is message people and I'm just blown away at how people actually respond and they tell you and then they say, please share with us how it goes. We want to see how it goes and let us know if it works that way. Or, I mean, it, it really is a community and it really is um, supportive. And that's, that's a nice thing to be a part of, especially in a world where so much of social media is not very kind.
2: Oh my gosh. Amen to
0: that. Seriously.
1: Okay. So Steffi, we would love to hear what tools or products you can't live without within your kitchen.
2: Okay. So everybody knows you got to have good sprinkles
1: to decorate with. For sure.
2: (laughs) I mean, that's, it's embarrassing actually how many I have. You don't need probably as many as I have, but you got to have some good to start with. Because,
0: Do Do you have a favorite sprinkle company?
2: I'm still trying to decide. I've recently switched what I was doing and I'm working with like four or five different companies to try and find my favorite. So okay. not yet. Okay. Hey,
1: you'll have to let us know when you find your favorite. <laughs> nice deal.
2: <laughs> uh, but okay, sprinkles. And then you've got to have some pretty cake stands or cupcake stands. Yes. And... Again, you probably don't need to have 17 like I have.
0: <laughs> yes, you do. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs>
2: Everybody go out and buy 17 of them.
1: We we literally have a whole closet full. Like, it, it's crazy. My husband literally had to build me a
0: shelf, you
2: guys. And he was like, <laughs> at this point, we're going to need a new shelf. I'm like, okay, buy a new shelf because I'm not going to stop getting cakes down. <laughs>
0: That's funny. they They set off the cake, though. You have to have ways to make it look pretty, <laughs> yeah, and you
2: have to have elegant ones or more simple ones, depending on your cake. it matters. Thats right, right. <laughs> Some need to
0: be rustic and some need to be gorgeous. <laughs> yes. And I definitely do have a favorite cake stand company. Who is that? It's a
2: Melfi Decor. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah, you can't go wrong on any of theirs ever.
1: And their stands are so durable, too. We, we've we gotten stands that are just flimsy, and they are not going to hold up a cake. But with, with that brand, they they know what they're doing.
0: <laughs> and they're weighted nicely, and so you can actually leave a cake sitting up on a table and not be panicking that just the slightest jiggle of the table and the cake is going to go. Yes. exactly so Amelky we just, love
1: you <laughs>
2: <laughs> they just came out with 8 inch stands which for those of us who aren't always doing big huge wedding cakes those stands are perfect they work for a 4 inch or a 6 inch cake and it just it's perfect oh, Nice. That's
0: good. so speaking of sizes do is most of your work 4 and 6 inch
2: I would say my most popular size is a 6 inch 3 layered cake that's okay. what
0: I can, I could almost make those in my sleep. Okay. And t- just curio- out of curiosity, what is your favorite flavor combination? Okay. So
2: I'm kind of boring. My first favorite flavor is my, my original vanilla with vanilla buttercream. Wow.
1: There we go. Okay.
0: simple. <laughs> You're a classic lady. <laughs> I know.
2: But a very close second is my coconut. And I call it a coconut dream because, oh, guys, oh, my goodness. It is like a dream in your mouth. It's a dream.
0: I didn't (laughs) know. Nice. That's great. So um, you mentioned that you have children. How many children do you have?
2: I have three. I have a seven-and-a-half-year-old boy, and I have a a six-and-a-half-year-old girl, and then a four and a half year old boy. I guess I could have just said seven, six, and four. I didn't need it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> they're still at the ages where the half years count. <laughs> That's right. In fact, today is my four-year-old's half birthday. So it was a big deal over here. Oh, there so did go. you make
0: cake? <laughs> I mean, you know, there you have to, you have to make cake. Of course. <laughs> so do they love mom's cake scraps when she's baking for people?
2: Oh yeah. They love the scraps and every cake When I pick up my older two from school, if there's a cake on the counter or I've taken a picture, they're always like, oh, that is my favorite cake I've ever seen. (laughs) But it's not for us, is it? No,
0: guys. Yeah, I I re- I remember those days. I did cakes when my kids were little, and I remember those days of the kids. They they could have some scraps, but the pretty cake wasn't for them, and I always <laughs> felt a little bit bad. <laughs> but you can always – you always will find the time to do the pretty cake for them. At the right time. <laughs> At the right time. Yeah, when there's yeah. not – you're not flooded with orders. You exactly. Can... Exactly. So are your holidays just crazy? Uh Yes. Yes, they are.
2: <laughs> um, they get super busy, but I do give myself a cutoff point and don't accept anymore because I think, I think we gotta all find our, our boundaries and so that we don't get overwhelmed. I totally agree.
1: Speaking of overwhelmed, I feel like a lot of the time in the cake industry, especially when you're fulfilling so many orders, people can get overwhelmed and burnt out. But with your side of the story as it is kind of a a relief for you, do you you feel ever that burnout or is it more just like you are absolutely loving what you're doing? I would say 99% of
2: the time it's just happy and joy and always brings me relief. But there is that 1% of the time when I said yes to too many orders or I'm trying a style that I've never, ever done and... It feels like a little bit too much. But then at the end when I finish it, it just brings
0: in that last one percent of happiness. So yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I I know um the, the creative part is probably part of what helps keep it fresh and not getting too old. But you're right, we do have to set boundaries and we have to know our limitations and we have to be I think I think in our industry we have to be careful because it is it really is almost take on as much as you can. And, you know, you don't want to turn people away and you know that you're providing something that brings them joy also. And so there's a part of you that feels like you need to do that. But, but we do, I think have to be really careful to have boundaries and know what our limits are.
2: Yeah, I think so. And I think that's maybe a mistake. Some of us make in the beginning, probably I even made it in the beginning where we're just so excited or so eager to bring in the money And we just, we haven't figured out even that we need to set boundaries. Yes, exactly.
1: Okay, well, you're just leading into every good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For someone who is just starting out, do you have any good tips or tricks for them, whether it be from a social media standpoint or from the kitchen standpoint, from any standpoint, do you have any advice for the new baker?
2: Sure, yeah, okay. Uh, As far as social media and Instagram goes, I would say really focus on what you want to do. And it doesn't matter what the person out there with 500 or 5,000 or 500,000 followers has. You are still amazing. You are still talented. Just because you have different talents, it doesn't mean you're not talented. And don't, don't let yourself hurt your own feelings by thinking you're not good
1: enough. I love
0: it. Yeah. I love the way you just phrased that. Don't let yourself hurt your own feelings. I don't think that we some, some, we need to take responsibility for some time, some of the comparisons that we make because we don't have to be making those comparisons. And if we are, we're doing it to ourselves and we need to learn to be kind to ourselves. Yes.
2: And also we need to remember those people that we might be comparing ourselves to you know that their their cake has a backside too that they're not showing and that they've figured out the perfect lighting and they used that sprinkle in the perfect spot to cover their finger indent or whatever. <laughs> we're all we're all doing those things.
0: <laughs> that is for sure. I I love that. I love your perspective. This is so great talking to you. Is just to kind of wrap up is there anything about your future Anxious Baker world that you would like to see happen in the next couple of years? It would be
2: a dream come true and an answer to prayers if the Anxious Baker was associated with, like, if if my name came to your mind, if it also immediately was followed by a safe platform for mental health, if the Anxious Baker and Bake Me Stigma Free and Stopping the Stigma were synonymous.
0: Well, hopefully this will help that happen. At least take it a further step toward that because I think what you're doing is, is a gift. And I'm I i I'm proud of you.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's, it's truly amazing what you're doing. And with the energy and the passion you have for it, I mean, you can only go up from here, and so, so yeah, we are just so thankful to have been able to talk to you, Steffi, because your story is is one to never forget. Thank you, guys. Isn't she great? Seriously, what an inspiration to everyone, especially those who are struggling with similar situations.
0: Yeah, in fact. This week's challenge is going to be a little bit different because we want to focus a little bit on that whole theme that we've been talking about, about community, because she has created this community with the hashtag Bake Me Stigma Free. And so your challenge this week is to engage with that community. Um, Either do a cake for it. You could do a cake and post it, share your experiences, or you can just, if you're not someone who struggles with those kinds of things, you can just go and offer support for the people who do.
1: Absolutely. And specifically in this time with the world, how it is, I'm sure everyone is experiencing even a little bit of stress. And honestly, that's what this hashtag is about. Bake Me Stigma Free is about baking to feel relief from the stresses of our lives. And so seriously, just go go engage with it. You'll be inspired by everyone who is posting about it and give support and let's build this community. Let's make it even stronger than it is now.
0: Let's do. I think that's a good challenge for this week. I know whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed with something, it's always good to kind of look outside yourself and look for ways that you can do something for other people. And and if we can go and be supportive to the people in this community, then we can we can do that. We can lighten everybody's load a little bit. Absolutely. We hope you'll join us next week when we talk to Brian from Brian Bakes
1: Cake. Yes, you do not want to miss his episode. He is a blast, and he takes hobby baking to the next level. He's incredible, so don't miss it.
0: Yeah, and we'd like to thank Corey, our producer, and all of you for listening, and we hope you'll join us next week where we continue to talk cake.
1: Hey, everyone. This is producer Corey. I just wanted to say thanks for listening. Steffi's information is linked at the bottom make sure to check out her work. Also, subscribe to the podcast and follow the Let's Talk Cake podcast on Instagram so you don't miss out on any content. If you do the challenge this week, tag the podcast in your post and we'll share it in the next episode. Thanks again and we'll see you next Tuesday.